This message comes from NPR sponsor, Progressive, and it's Name Your Price Tool. Say how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show coverage options within your budget. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Lakshmi Singh. If you're an AT&T customer unable to call or text anyone, you're not alone. Tens of thousands of people across the country have been dealing with disruption since a cellular outage began this morning. NPR's Giles Snyder has the latest. AT&T customers seem to have taken the brunt of the outage. Data from the tracking website Down Detector show that at its height, more than 70,000 AT&T customers could not place a call or send a text message. Down Detector says other providers suffered service outages as well, including Boost Mobile and Cricket Wireless. But T-Mobile and Verizon say their networks are operating normally. They say the outages attributed to them were likely customers trying to connect to other cell providers. The outage didn't just inconvenience individual cell phone users. Police and fire departments from Virginia and North Carolina to San Francisco reported problems, warning that emergency 911 calls were affected. Trial Snyder, NPR News. Jobless claims fell last week to the lowest level in five weeks. The Labor Department reporting that applications dropped by 12,000 to 201,000. The U.S. company is hoping to make the first commercial landing on the surface of the moon. NPR's Jeff Brumfield reports NASA has invested heavily in this mission. The robotic spacecraft called Odysseus is orbiting just a few miles above the lunar surface. It was built by Houston-based Intuitive Machines as part of a NASA program to encourage private spaceflight to the moon. Later today, Odysseus will slowly descend to a crater near the lunar south pole, Things have gone smoothly so far, but a smooth landing is far from assured. Several missions have crashed into the moon in recent years. Jeff Brumfield, NPR News. The United Kingdom and Jordan have airdropped aid into Gaza. Jordan has done this before, about a dozen times, but this is the first time Jordanian planes have dropped British aid into the area under siege by the Israeli military. NPR's Lauren Freyer has more from London. The U.K. Foreign Office says Jordanian Air Force planes airdropped U.K.-funded medicine, fuel and food directly to Tal al-Hawa Hospital in northern Gaza. It says the four-metric-ton shipment is equipped with GPS so that officials can track exactly where it's distributed. The United Nations says Israeli restrictions, fighting and a breakdown of order on the ground have made it difficult to deliver aid by land. Convoys have had to turn back from northern Gaza in recent days. The Jordanian military says this was its 12th aid drop so far. In addition to its own aid, Jordan is helping to deliver about $1.3 million of U.K. aid to Gaza. Lauren Fryer, NPR News, London. The Dow is up 255 points or more than half a percent. This is NPR News. The British military says a vessel in the Gulf of Aden came under missile strike today and caught fire Yemen-based Houthi rebels are suspected of carrying out that attack and possibly another near the port city of Elat. The Associated Press reports Houthi militants have not claimed responsibility for either attack, but the group has targeted a number of vessels since the Israel-Hamas war began in Gaza last October. Another Ivy League college will require standardized test scores for admission next fall. NPR's Alyssa Nedwarney reports Yale University is dropping the test-optional policy 
It adopted during the COVID-19 pandemic. Yale is following Dartmouth College's move earlier this month to require standardized tests. Yale says its policy will be test flexible, allowing students to submit scores from subject-based advanced placement or international baccalaureate tests instead of ACT or SAT scores. These two Ivy League schools remain in the minority. More than 80% of four-year colleges will not require the SAT or ACT next fall. The number of students taking the SAT was down by about half a million students in 2022 compared to 2020. Supporters of getting rid of admissions tests say they perpetuate inequality, as wealthier, more resourced students can access test prep or pay for tutors to boost their scores. Alyssa Nadwarney, NPR News. U.S. stocks trading higher this hour. The Nasdaq is up. 2.4% or 374 points. The S&P has risen more than 1.5%. The Dow is up more than half a percent. You're listening to NPR News. Listen to this podcast sponsor-free on Amazon Music with a Prime membership or any podcast app by subscribing to NPR News Now Plus at plus.npr.org. That's plus.npr.org.